Welcome to Cancer Casually. I'm your host, Lindsay DeLong, and I'm the managing editor of The Fullest. I was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 33 when my boyfriend found a lump and made me go get it checked out. A year and a half later, I'm now cured, healthy, and can kind of talk about it all without crying. Each week, I interview inspiring survivors who have come out on the other side of cancer or who are still battling it. We'll talk about our lives before, during, and after cancer and share what we've learned so that our listeners can look at their own lives through a new perspective, whatever that may be. Here's not just how to live with cancer, but how to be there for someone and how to cope as a co-survivor because it's not just a disease that affects you, it affects everyone around you. With this podcast, we hope to inspire others to grasp life no matter what comes at you, and always live it to the fullest. Hi, welcome to Cancer Casually. Today, I'm here with Michael Kuch and Crystal DeGroot, the founders of organic superfood company, Your Super. When Michael was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 24, his girlfriend, Crystal, stepped in and introduced him to a whole new world of superfoods, nursing both him and his immune system back to health, which is kind of similar to my other special guest, (laughs) my co-host for the day, and boyfriend Manny, who you may have heard of from like every other one of my podcasts. It's true, I yeah. Just, I'm like, why are you mentioning me again, Lindsay? Yeah. Like, I, like, I love that fact, actually. I talk about him on accident in like every other of my podcasts. I'm always like, oh, my boyfriend Manny did this. I consider it an honor and a pleasure. Yeah. And super sweet. Yes. Thanks. So Manny is actually the person who found my cancer, and he stayed with me throughout treatment trying to get trying to get me to eat healthy and also um, supplying me with heavy doses of laughter. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. It's mostly cat jokes. Cat jokes do her. It's the cat jokes. So I wanted to bring him along to interview you guys because it's like two couples who have went through the same thing. Thing, which is kind of rare. I mean, considering our ages, we're, we're, you guys are like, what, 20s still? Or No, I'm in my 30s now. 30s I'm, now. I'm 28. So. Yeah. 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 And we are um, thir- early 30s. So, well, I'm mid 30s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 35 now. Man, he's a little younger. <laughs> <laughs> spiritually, 30s. we're the same age. Yeah. We feel exactly, yeah. Spiritually, we're Maybe the same age. Maybe we're like age. in our early 20s in the spiritual world, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. this is already fun. That's what I say always. We're like, I'm, I'm only feeling beginning 20. So yeah. yeah, 21. Yeah. Never, never age. <laughs> never age. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are just moments where I feel really old. Yeah. But it's okay. Oh, well, you guys, I think that was the best intro I've ever done in all my podcasts. <laughs> so anyways, let's start with just what kind of cancer, um, how you were 24, mm. how did you find it? What was your treatment plan? Um, I had testicular cancer, mm-hmm. um, and uh, which is very common amongst uh, amongst young men, mm-hmm. the most common form actually. And and which I was surprising. Which is, I, for me, was a surprise because I um, I didn't grow up um, thinking about having the risk of getting testicular cancer. It was not something um, we talked about in the family that that could happen, or it wasn't laying in within my family. Um, so for me, it was a total surprise even to know that there is a cancer out there that, that it's prone to attack young men. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that before. Um, yeah, I was 24. We were traveling. Um, just came. We, we just traveled together in Sri Lanka and um, feeling on top of the, the world, um, having finished my master's, traveling the world. Um, showering and feeling, okay, weird, what is that, right? That, uh, that that shouldn't supposed to be there, right? This hard little thing and I didn't know, didn't hurt, um, which I found out after that when something doesn't hurt, it's actually worse than if something is hurting, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I didn't think about much. Um, 
came back home. The only thing I did think about, because we had a friend of the f in the family that had testicular cancer um, from my brothers, I knew him. So um, it was somewhere out there when I felt something I was like, oh, maybe it is that, right? And and then I um, yeah, got diagnosed pretty quickly and then um, had surgery. And then the plan was, and it w I caught it very early. So it, it was not a later stage. So it, uh, it was pretty early on. Mm. Um, so and then the treatment plan was chemo, um, a few cy two cycles of chemo, and then um, and that's it, um, because it was quite early. Yeah. And did um, you lose yeah. your hair? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, I did lose my hair, um, and uh, obviously that was scary mm -hmm. um, because you you have the feeling your body is failing you. And, yeah. Um, but it wasn't uh, until within, Crystal always told me, hey, you should eat healthier. Um, and I didn't want to hear it first because I was so focused. So let me go through it. Let me go through the let me go through the treatment. Yeah. Um, I was so focused on getting through. Well, and chemo yeah. it makes nothing taste good. Yeah. So. And you're like, oh, you're not hungry at all. You feel sick in your stomach all day. So it was... Um, she I, gave me, yeah. I remember I gave him like fresh blueberries and almonds and I think he still hates them. Oh. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, just because yeah. like it just so didn't fall good. And I and I really think for you, like it I think at that moment you're such and and you guys probably know that better, but I think you were such in like a survival mode that you're just not ready to hear these things of things you should do differently. Yeah. You're just not, you're not receiving them. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think now thinking about it, obviously what I know now versus um, before that, I was more relying on the doctors telling me that is the right course of action mm -hmm. versus now I would, I would think about, okay, well, how can I help my body? When, when I ask my doctor first, Hey, um, what can I do to support uh, my, my body during chemo and stuff? And he, he was like, I don't know. Yeah. Right. I um, I don't think there's anything you can do. Yeah. And 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 then I started in in, in the end of the treatment um, to eat healthier and 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 Crystal giving me um, the superfoods and and trying to recover and build my immune system and then realized okay how powerful food is mm. and whatever you fuel into your body right and that was this this epiphany and it was like this I aha moment. Yeah, where I was I, like, I I'm in control. <laughs> I'm in control of what I put in my body, right? I can't control everything in my life, but I can really control how I feel my body. And, and I think that was very powerful in after the treatment. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the help from, from crystal persistency and giving me <laughs> all the superfoods and stuff. Um, but yeah, so, so that's, that's kind of how, how, um, how it went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, Manny was kind of like my person that was like, you got to start eating healthier. But like when I'm on chemo, nothing tasted good. <laughs> yeah. And I, at first I was like, I'm never going to eat Cheez-Its again. I'm never going to eat pizza again. I'm like going to only eat healthy things from here on out. Yeah. But then like the doctor was like, you can eat whatever you want, like while you're on chemo. And then I was like, okay. And then I just never really changed. So mm. Manny's been yep. trying to get me I to eat healthy. Yeah. One of the most interesting things I think we had to combat, <clears throat> excuse me, was obviously the perspective of the doctors, right? They have this regimen that they already have preset. Mm. And they expect everybody to kind of line up and then go through the, like, it's like a little tunnel of chemo. And then yeah. you come out on the other end successful or whatever, you know? Mm. Um, so on a lot of these different, like, perspectives were coming at us, obviously, we had the health regimen, too. And it's like, Lindsay had to obviously put on her plate, like, do I take the doctor's recommendation, which is something they've been practicing forever? Or do I just listen to what these facts are telling me about food-based products? Like, mm. if you go plant-based, like, that's the proof is right here in front of me. Like taking that risk. I mean, obviously, and it's it's scary, right? Because mm -hmm. you have the you you have the feeling um, there's something they do for fifty years. They mm -hmm. don't they have my best interest in 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 mind? And then and then you have the other opinions like, no, you should actually help your body. Yeah. So for me, it was also like, uh, and and obviously, as you say, during chemo, you're just like you you don't want to eat anything. Ah. Uh -huh. Right, because it all tastes uh, bland and, and nothing tastes not like anything. It kind of tastes like you're chomping on, um, what's that silver stuff that wraps up food? Aluminum, aluminum foil. foil. Oh yeah, foil. aluminum foil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything tastes a bit uh, like yeah, like like metals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Metal yeah, aftertaste, yeah, yeah. which is so disgusting. 
and um, I didn't want to eat anything, right? I, I mean, I didn't. You tried, but I didn't want to eat anything because I also didn't feel well, mm -hmm. right? You you just feel sick in your stomach all all the time. And yeah, I guess I have to ask Crystal then, like. You obviously had a soft spot for your loved one. Mm. Like, and what levels did you just let him, like, surpass your own expectations for, like, how he should approach his health? And you say, okay, just eat the slice of pizza. Let's yeah. just go that route. Like, it's okay. You're obviously hurting from the chemo. Like, how I, did you fight that off? I think it was, I don't even think it was really a, a fight. I think for me in that process, I, I mean, so my mom also had cancer when I was 12, but it was, it was different. I didn't really think about those things back then. And then when... He was going through it. I remember like when I heard the diagnosis, like the first thing I would do, because I, I am this health nut, my mom is a nutritionist. So it's mm. just like something I really grew up with, like thinking about food and how it affects your body. This is like, okay, what, even if you go for chemo, and I think that's really important. Like, even if you go for chemo, there are ways you can support your body. Um, so, I mean, just like, like I would just like bring almonds or bring like I would bring it so it would be there mm -hmm. but then I would leave it up to him and I think it was really like you said after treatment where you were more open and I think that's the the scary part is like after treatment like you're healed right because you don't have cancer anymore but you're anything but healed mm -hmm. like you, you you're super sick still you're anything but healthy mm -hmm. and that's I really think where then you can do so much by you know like I put him on like a smoothie cleanse for three days to really just get as much healthy stuff in him I started because I had this cabinet full with like 30 different superfoods um, and I would juice every day and I mean those are things I would do anyways for myself and I, w I was just really in this journey of discovering that and how powerful it was I had a lot of eczema mm -hmm. And um, I would just start giving it to him and he thought it was too complicated. And I would mix different superfoods together, put it in a jar and just say, just take it. Whatever you do, just take this every day. And it's just kind of this mindset of little things like they add up, right? And right. that's, I think, the food and in general, the natural way. It's not like a, you do it one day and you magically are a different person. Like you have to be consistent with it and cool. like small things add up. Yeah, I think and, and we, I'm also like after after treatment when I when I started thinking about like what just happened, mm -hmm. right? Because everything sort of a tunnel and so fast and and you're like such a tunnel view. Um, I was like, okay, what are the reasons why people get sick in the first yeah. place? Why why did I get sick? Yeah, right? I mean the so healthy. You're the, the a question, tennis yeah. player. I was like, I was running. I'm, I'm exactly. So I was like, I'm 24, right? I'm. I just uh, felt like amazing. Mm -hmm. um, traveling, eating. I didn't even eat that bad. I was like more. I mean, obviously more, um, more like a standard diet, but not going to fast food every day or something. Um, and I was like, why are people getting sick, right? What's the reason? And, and once I started that thought process, um, I realized, okay, it's a huge reason is your lifestyle and your diet, mm -hmm. right? You, you, what I said, you can't control every puzzle piece. We always talk about this huge puzzle, right? And a big piece of the puzzle is uh, your food, mm -hmm. right? And then there are some other pieces you cannot control, um, but... Once I started realizing, I started to dig deeper, and then we—I remember—we watched uh, *Forks Over Knives*. Mm. Um, we okay. watched *The Truth About Cancer*, huge documentary series, and I was like, "Oh my God!" Right? I mean, all this information is out there. Um, where did I live? Right? Why yeah. didn't I? Why? Why didn't I have this information before? Um, I might have not done chemo, right? Yeah. I, I might have tried to like really um, try to work on my body. Um, because it was also an option for me not to do chemo and 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 rather um, do it more um, on a holistic, yeah holistic mm -hmm. <coughs> um, yeah with a lot of monitoring with and, a lot yeah. of monitoring and maybe that but but these options I didn't really think I had because I didn't have the knowledge right mm -hmm. so that's why I think that was an aftermath so powerful that um, that there are resources you can go to if you want to have an alternative view then then your doctor yeah. and, and I'm good friends with my doctor I'm 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 not I'm not holding a crutch against him yeah um because he didn't know better either is your um, doctor in europe or yeah in europe in, okay, yeah okay. and I, i think in europe i have the feeling i have to watch out what i'm saying now i think <laughs> <laughs> um, i have the feeling in europe um, it's the the holistic cancer treatment in in europe i'm not sure if it's as far spread than in the u.s oh, okay. um, because i had the feeling and especially where i come from in a small town um it was not as 
as uh, as knowledge or more as inform more information there yeah, than, than more here. traditional yeah more traditional it's I what they've learned like, yeah. in medical school and some of them went to medical school 20 30 years yeah. ago so yeah. it a lot of times i wonder as well when you go to a doctor like are they educating themselves mm -hmm with up-to-date information. Mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. doctor, I have to take tamoxifen every day, which is like a hormonal um, chemo pill that puts you into early menopause. And my doctor, I won't say who she is, and I do love her, um, but she like, I I'm like the one updating myself on these studies. Mm. And then I'll like go in and be like, have you read this study? Cause I want to know, I want to get off tamoxifen mm. <laughs> and mm. she's wanting me to be on it for 10 years, but oh, well. she needs to update herself on mm. the studies. And so that's my qualms with um, traditional. No, I agree. And, and that's what I said. Well, I really, I mean, he's my favorite doctor and I always go, I try to always see him because mm -hmm. I trust him so much because he is doing that. Right. He, although he, didn't have the knowledge back then. It's coming. I can see it every time we talk. He's like, oh my God, you with your superfood company is so amazing. <laughs> and so I have the feeling I'm inspiring him. And he is also now realizing because his kid has diabetes. So he all of a sudden he was like, oh my God, how's that happened? Yeah, right? you're I mean, teaching him. So he's like starting to read into oh, it and saying, great. okay, um, because, but it always comes down. That's, I think, so fascinating. We talk about it all the time. It comes down if people have it by themselves, they start educating them. Mm -hmm. And if somebody else has it, it's so far away. So even in, in my family, right, it's I'm I not inspire everybody to eat healthier. I've, and, and I try it, right, to say, hey, look at my example. I, I already had cancer, right? Why why wouldn't you eat healthier? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just with like I don't know, we, it's like with drunk driving or something. It's like people need to be in that position, right? And something has to go horribly wrong. Yeah. For people to change, I think. And that was the same for my doctor. He had it now with his kid. Now it's all of a sudden food and everything food related all of a sudden makes a huge difference. Yeah. And, and I feel, I think it's so fascinating, right? Why, why does it need to be like this, right? Mm -hmm. Why you have to have it by yourself first before you listen to other people or you change. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but I have the feeling that <laughs> well, is fascinating. Well, and, and listen to your own body earlier, right? Yeah, I think exactly. that's a big thing yeah. too, because I think your body... Before you get really, really sick, there are often, so often already signs that things are not going really, really well. Um, and I mean, that's obviously not always the case, but I think there are always signs where you're like, oh, maybe I should make a change. And I think a lot of people just kind of like, just go yeah, for Yeah, and life. it's preventing, right? I mean, yeah. It's, Preven it's yeah, prevention is not, right. yeah. for most people, it's just not sexy. Right? <laughs> you don't want to, well, you just, it's just the way it is. You just don't want to hear like, and food is such a personal topic, right? To Tell someone that what they're eating is not maybe the best thing. Mm -hmm. So many people are offended by it because you're basically telling them what you've been eating the last 20, 30, 40, sometimes 50, 60 years has been wrong. Yeah. So that yeah, people take that very personal. Mm -hmm. So to really accept that by yourself of like, okay, I've, I've done that, but maybe there is a better way mm -hmm. and making small steps towards that, that, that takes a lot of courage. Yeah, mm -hmm. it does. Yeah. Um, was it hard for you to change your eating habits? Like once you were diagnosed and once Crystal started feeding you these superfoods, was it, did you immediately be like, oh, this tastes great? <laughs> or did you have to um, like develop a taste for it? Yeah, I, th I mean, it. Um, I remember the, the first uh, matcha you gave me. I think I was, oh my God, that's uh, it's very intense. <laughs> well, the first I, think, I think I'm a pretty good cook, though. So yeah. I think you have been very lucky. Shots or, or barley grass shots. I think that's, that was, I mean, intense. And um, But over time, I mean, it changed. Um, but I think and I felt pretty immediately like the results. I remember I was like, oh my God, three days uh, smoothie, you know, juice detox. I remember um, I was like, oh, how in the world shouldn't I eat uh, three days, right? Ah. And after I felt, oh my God, I have so much energy. How how in the world is this possible? I didn't eat for three days. <laughs> uh, where's all the energy coming from? So when I r realized that, I think it was pretty, a pretty um, quick process to, to make myself better food and how I felt about food. Plus I, I was still so much in... Uh, in the aftermath of being sick. So I had this internal intrinsic motivation, obviously, mm. to change. So um, for me, it was it was quite easy to change um, by and myself. And then obviously the social aspect comes into play where you're like, okay, 
um, I'm changing now within in the family settings. That mm -hmm. was a bit harder for me because my, my parents coming from Germany, growing up in Germany, um, a big meat household. Um, so for a while I was still eating just to make it easier for everybody to eat meat at, with my family and otherwise always plant-based. Yeah. Um, and then I said, okay, no more. Um, this, is, this is how I eat now. And I think the most important thing to really make a long-lasting change is that people do have to feel different relatively mm. fast. And I think that's what we see with our... So we have a lot of customers that do have a pre-existing health condition. Mm -hmm. And we developed, very similar to where he went for after his chemo, like a five-day detox plan. Um, it's not just smoothies. It's smoothies and like a, like a heavier salad with like rice in there. So it's relatively doable for most people mm -hmm. but it will if you do that for five days i would say two to four days people will feel that they're going through something okay. but then around day four or five they suddenly feel amazing yeah and i we see that people who go through this five days then to stick to a healthier diet is suddenly so much easier because mm. there needs to be this realization moment where they're like oh my god like if i eat this way i f I, I feel better yeah right and a lot of people like they they live I, I've always had friends asking me, like, why would I change my diet? Like, tell me why. I'm fine. I'm not sick. I'm good. I'm like, and I always say, like, they live at, like, maybe they live at, let's say, a 50, like, mm -hmm. on a scale. And, and they feel a 50, and that's their normal. And they, they don't know any better, right? They think that is normal, and that's how they're supposed to feel. But who says they could not feel, like, a 70 or an 80 on a daily basis? They just don't know that that exists. Mm -hmm. And by just ta taking that dive and just change you know trying something else and you suddenly realize oh my god like i feel like a 70 or an 80 i have like all this energy yeah. like oh this can be my normal too oh, i want to feel like an 80 <laughs> <laughs> but then sticking to that is just so much easier once you have that realization of like i can feel that way too yeah and then doing those things every day and then i mean your taste starts to change you start to crave different things like you can still have pizzas but they're you know like they're <laughs> Gluten-free buckwheat crust with vegan cheese on there and lots of veggies. <laughs> and exactly. I eat still chocolate and yeah. I have hot chocolate. Like, you know, I like people but ask I... me like, what's your, you know, what's your cheat food? I'm like, well, I eat everything I want. Like yeah. literally, mm -hmm. it's just like the healthier versions of it. Okay. I still eat burgers just like the... The yeah. vegan version, right? Yeah. I mean, you have so many cool well, options those are also. actually good. They yeah. have so many cool burger? options now. Yeah. 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 I, but I remember... Like changing your cooking habits was was it's funny. Tricky. Like it's tricky because you're yeah. like, okay, I I don't eat meat and I don't eat dairy, so what I'm what am I cooking? So you have to kind of go through this phase and you have a lot of reinvent cool, like your reinvent cooking. how you cook yeah. the things, mm -hmm. right? And and your habits have and to your change. Your habits have to change. So that was in the beginning was like, okay, what am I eating? <laughs> and then obviously that's why people sometimes have the feeling, okay, if you're plant based or if you eat more more plants that you only eat carrots and salad or something, yeah, right? Yeah, I always like, I always people think we're rabbits or something. <laughs> yeah, it's rabbit, really, it's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, we, I think my first month, like I watched Forks Over Knives early, earlier than him, like during his chemo, I turned like vegan next day. I was like, okay, this is it. Oh, so it changed um, the way you ate too. 100%. Mm. Wow. I was vegetarian for a long time already, uh -huh. but after watching this movie, I was like, okay, like I'm... Um, Plant-based, like, 100%. Like, next day. Sick. It's like, <laughs> my, my mom got sick, sick was closest enough. to me. Micah got sick. I was like, okay, that's it. Okay. Plant-based. And I think the first month, I ate so many zucchinis, tomatoes, over, like, <laughs> and eggplants. And I was, like, so confused of what to make. And, I mean, and I was already vegetarian, but then still I was struggling. And then, I don't know, by just, like, reading, the, like, just you really have to relearn kind of how to create structure and getting the same satisfaction. Like, yeah. so it's like by, you know, adding avocado or tahini that you have to creaminess and like certain crispiness. So you, you learn and you suddenly are like, Oh, there are all these vegetables out there that I, you know, like I you normally wouldn't eat. A lot about. of people yeah. eat like the it's 10 so same funny. vegetables. The yeah. whole time. And I have the feeling I, I tried more different foods Food. now yeah. than, and, and I have a variety of food than I ever had before. Oh, that's, that's right? interesting. Because yeah, I have a feeling like I'm, I'm trying so much more new stuff. I have like so much more different tastes I can try. Yeah. And we started um, eating a lot more Asian food as yeah. well, oh. right? Even like Indian food or mm. uh, Vietnamese food. You yeah. had a lot of Merlin. Mm. So it's like a lot of different kinds of foods mm -hmm. and yeah, it, there, all these different flavors where you're like, There are oh. a lot of people out there that are vegetarian in the world, right? I mean, it's just we have a standard diet and, and Western diet of the feeling. And But if you look at the Asian diets, right, there are so much more 
vegetarian yeah. um, options and that for them it's very normal to eat vegetarian yeah um just Tofu, for us it's like memory. oh my god if yeah. i don't eat a huge steak every day then i'm like not manly or something right, right. that's yeah. kind of incomplete the, if you're yeah. not yeah incomplete so either, I, yeah, exactly. me or yeah. like have animal protein so yeah. i think it's well, funny if you protein in general yeah, right like general. people yeah. so how often they you know even like ask me it's like oh how much protein do you eat every day and this protein and i'm just like I just eat, you know, like, I just, like, make sure I stay healthy. I eat a bit different every day. And I'm like, I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm not really worried about that. And I think it's so interesting that people are so worried about their macros, right? How many carbs do I eat? How much protein mm -hmm. do I eat? How much fat do I eat? But nobody is talking about how many micronutrients they get, like how much vitamins and minerals, right? That's the questions we need to start asking ourselves instead of just worrying about macronutrients because no one is deficient in any macronutrients here in the U.S. But we are, like, 9 out of 10 people, actually don't eat enough fruit and vegetables slash have enough vitamins and minerals every single day, mm. which is crazy. Yeah. Um, how did you teach yourselves this stuff? Like what mm. would you recommend for someone who just got diagnosed mm. or someone who is just wanting to change their eating habits? How can someone change from eating pizza or a bean and cheese burrito for their protein. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can how can we learn more? I think um, important is to have small steps, mm -hmm. right, and and a balance, especially in the beginning. I think um, you don't want to like beat yourself up uh, about uh, the way you eat, right? And 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 we see it in a lot of people who come now to to us and 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 buy our products is um, that small steps make a huge difference. So. Mm -hmm substitute uh, the the meat with a, with a plant-based option right with a, with a tofu or with a tempeh or some other options um, and then start eating more greens i think that's the biggest thing um, for a lot of people they don't get enough green veggies in their diet and as soon as they start eating more greens in any shape or form they feel better right and you can still eat uh, some of the, the foods you ate just like if you would pick one thing eat more greens Okay. Yeah, I so I say. think um, I have two parts to add yeah. to this. I think <laughs> superfoods are therefore really powerful, right? They're yeah. naturally dried whole food powders. Um, so we have a greens mix, we have a beauty mix with lots of berries, we have plant protein. You know, with one scoop, you can add them to water, you can add them to smoothies, yogurt, oatmeal, dips, dressings, because they're not sweetened. So you can literally add them to anything you eat. So that's like a very small first step you can make I had by adding more step. micronutrients. That's mm, great. That's a yeah. easy one, okay. Yeah. Um, Second thing is that we're really big on education because 60% mm. of our customers never used superfoods before. 35% um, have pre-existing medical condition and do want to make a change. So we actually offer a 10-minute free intro call for anyone who buys our products where they can actually just ask anything they want, like how to use, about our lifestyle. Like they can ask us anything. Oh, that's mm. so helpful. Um, and then we just developed a four-week plant-based eating course mm -hmm. where... I've tried to explain or answer as many questions that I had when I turned plant-based really into this. So it's really about learning how to cook again. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not just recipes, but it's really about like five steps of making a smoothie, five steps mm. of making a pasta, five steps of making a curry. Like very simple explained where you can, you know, whatever veggies you have in your kitchen, you can pop them in there. Mm -hmm. Instead of like you need these 25 ingredients to make this one recipe, like really simplifying it. Um, we never. I feel like we cook a meal in like 20 minutes at night because we're always like running around. Yeah, and we're busy. Easy. And we, we try to um, have, have people make it easy, right? And yeah. small steps. Yeah. Small yeah, step, it make easy. it easy. Um, and, and yeah, otherwise it's hard to change. Yes. It, yeah. it should be complicated. And there, I mean, we always talk about, uh, I, I just made myself an oatmeal and it's literally oats and water mm -hmm. and some of our mixes, right? That's, I mean, that I can even cook that and I'm not the biggest cook, right? It's not even cooking. It's just like putting water in, in oats. Yeah. Okay. Right? But they stay away. I think the big thing is stay away You're from... Like, you got it. You yeah, got I that one. That. You know, I, stay, that. I, mean, uh, I like to add raisins too. I yeah. okay. highly recommend okay. that. Okay. And, and try, try to do some things by yourself again versus buying it uh, take out or 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 packaged yeah um so try to do some of the the stuff by yourself again uh -huh. that will also change a lot of things yeah manny's the cook in the relationship I i'll send to, you the course uh, yeah, well, exactly <laughs> i'm the one who's like okay tonight we're gonna base everything off of you know, blanched broccoli. How yeah. is that? A, you know, you try to make it sound like it's a Disney adventure or something like yeah, that. Right? Yes. They're like, 
you have to try to like convince and that's where it is from an outsider's perspective you just can't build up what it means to have like a broccoli diet because you're just so used to the western diet like you're saying it's yeah. really interesting and i mean one uh one of the interesting things when Lindsay and i got more serious obviously um you know the pageantry of like the whole honeymoon phase kind of phases away about like going out to dinners and having the steak and la 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 la, la and wine and etc and i was getting to know her and i'm just like Lindsay, you know just so you know like I don't want you to freak out. My mornings involve hot water, rolled oats, and then like a couple of like grains, like something like specific, a couple of berries. And she's just like, it's not a big deal. I mean, whatever, like you can do that. And I'm like, well, what I'm saying is like, I'd like us to join it together, you know? And it's something like so sweet that I think you can incorporate, you know, through love, which is funny because we all have that shared common, you know, aspect is that we can introduce these really beautiful, like life changing mm. health mm. regimens through like just the simple introduction of like who you are. So it's really interesting, Crystal, that you had a background in that to begin with mm. but like people like me who don't really necessarily come from like a crazy background like that but you educate yourself over time i think it's like it's important to kind of like try to pass on as much as you can not forcefully of course but like yeah like <laughs> yeah. have the quintessential He's not making me lay down and yeah exactly yeah there's no there's no like there's no sitting on tummies and force feeding broccoli or something like that like stay there no Don't and move. it's up to us to just make it, it taste good it absolutely is exactly and i really i truly believe that right we cook now something like even if we invite friends over and we i'm i don't even tell them it's plant-based i'm just like i just cook food and they're like oh my god it's tastes so good mm -hmm. it absolutely does right and or in a restaurant you order the vegan dish and you're like your food looks so much better I'm right like, mm, what of can course. i say you're like i could have done it. and then you start getting like wait a second wait a second i could have done this myself you know yeah. let me go ahead and try it yourself and that's actually one of the most interesting things i yeah. picked up down the way too is as soon as you start cleaning your health style your regimens every day you you're, i feel like my palate you just clean your palate like you mm. wipe away all that you know salt burn all the fat all the fat that you have in your mouth everything else that you might have been corrupting your mouth with the palate just gets clean and now you are introducing broccoli like we were just talking about and it just Blast. tastes amazing like oh my god there's a playground in this little plant that i rejected for you know until super bowl sunday you know yeah. <laughs> you eat raw and you're like completely eating it raw like wrong anyway so yeah it's i think it's super important but i'm um, yeah. touching back to you guys we're saying about the ingredients you want to introduce in your life and i'm sure you guys go into detail obviously in your Instagrams and everything else you guys mm. put up. But um, like, what are some of like the quintessential ingredients you want to make sure you have in your cabinet, like at all times, like this is the, these are the things that when you default on going shopping or you default on like something else goes on, right? Like your week gets busy. At least you can rely on those five things or something along those lines that you have in your refrigerator that you're like, let's do it. I have every, all the means I have. Um, well, besides our mixes, Daryl is there. <laughs> um, we, I think oats and raisins is something we always try to have, some nuts. Um, then we love going on Sunday just to like farmer's market. Yeah, no, we're the same way. Right, mm -hmm. so we will like pick up some greens, um, whether that's kale, spinach, like whatever is there some tomatoes, cucumber. And then like, what, like, it's a bit like it depends on what's in season. Like it can literally go from Brussels sprouts to beans like literally any vegetables mm -hmm. and then what i think is really i love like i think we quite often make like maybe like a stew or something so it might be like the base might be potatoes or pumpkin like something that might make it a bit more creamy right. so that could be for example one option mm -hmm. but then also like really like yesterday for example we had just like a quick dinner is where we just threw like a eggplant some onions and broccoli whatever basically vegetables we mm. had left together with like a small can of just tomato paste mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we had a tomato sauce and that. we cooked some gluten-free pasta and we're like okay and then tahini on top dinner done done exactly right? and it's delicious. literally yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sounds delicious I'll 15 eat minutes right, done exactly. so I, and i think that's really what like also in this course it's really what we try to teach like it can be so simple mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but people, a lot people of yeah, fresh a lot of people things. don't people don't know anymore how to cook. I think that's yeah. a huge, yeah, a huge thing. We want to inspire people to to make more. But I said before, a lot of more fresh things again by themselves. I think yeah. it takes 10, 15 minutes longer maybe than picking up something, mm -hmm. but it will always be better for you. Uh, most certainly, ninety nine percent of the time will be better for you if you do it fresh. Right. Um, has less ingredients. You know where it's coming from, wh where you bought it. You know what's um, in there. It's in, and yeah. you put some love in there. It's like it's just all better for you, mm -hmm. right? You have the connection with the food. Yeah. Um, but my go-to is uh, bananas. I always have oh, bananas. Oh, true. I always have bananas. I always if I I need bananas in my life. I don't okay. know. I'm like a huge <laughs> banana. Not. I'd like to double, obviously, then if you, that's true, then here's your quiz. Yeah. What is the best 
time to eat your banana. Describe it. Like, I think I'm just trying to been trying to like, this is the part of the banana, the time of its life. Where you just want to oh, get rid of you mean when it's like yellow? Yes, of course. Yellow yeah, sugary content, dots, I yeah, yeah. With yeah. dots. Yeah, Even yeah, if it's dots. like a couple of brown dots, and it's like yeah. And the, if they're the, getting too brown, you just like cut them up, put them in the freezer, and then you make vegan ice cream. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, he can make you make um, the smoothie. Your banana smoothie. It tastes like it tastes like ice cream. I do a little. I do. I do whip up a mean banana smoothie. Yeah, yeah. it's um, like no, I a, love. A, I love banana smoothies. Yeah. And banana go a long nice. way. You know, like ground cinnamon, which is. Yeah. Like I try to always thing. like anything with bananas. Exactly. Right. Like, but even oh, like sorry, right, even right. greens with banana, right? It still says like banana. Like bananas. Yes. I think in smoothies, like if we want to talk smoothies, like it's just about you need to have something that makes it creamy. Mm-hmm. So that's either a banana, mango, or an avocado. Mango and banana already make it sweet, so you like have that covered. You can add some greens or and like whatever you like. Right. Um, I often use water simply as a base, not even like a milk or something. And then if you use avocado, which some people like to add redder fats than carbs, then add like maybe one day to sweeten it up. Mm-hmm. Simple. Makes if sense. you have that as a base and add the other things you like, and then you're good to go. Exactly. Yeah. You just had a meal at that point, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, I guess sh- sugar-wise, this is a really interesting thing. Sugar. Mm. I love sugar. She does love sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think when we were talking about earlier, like what things, you know, do we want to help our significant other who's sick? Like, mm. what are we trying to help them fight off? I think I mentioned pizza, but let's just get rid of that. And we'll go with sugar because that's pizza. her number one favorite <laughs> ingredient in the whole world. And it's something like that, which is like, you have to consider your palate, right? The number one, they say, like, approach your day in terms of your palate, right? The very first sensation you're my tongue feels is actually the sweet right it gets your mm. it gets your drive to want to eat something so obviously mm. you're chasing sugar all the time and i think it's really addicting it's you know it's hard to bite off the sugar mm. so um in terms of that i suppose like what would you guide someone through who's obviously been like overwhelmed with processed sugar and like the western kind of world like how do you drive that away um so i think a lot of people want to cut down on sugar course and what we hear then is like oh i don't eat a banana or i don't eat fruit because i don't want to eat sugar Mm -hmm. and i don't really believe in not eating sugar at all perfect um so i say well cut out then the processed sugar Mm -hmm. and then like make like just start looking for other healthier non like less processed way so that is like actually eating fruit adding that to your smoothies Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and uh, you know Otherwise, using maybe dates, like coconut sugar, but like less processed sources. Hmm. There are, there might be times when, um, and if you're ready for that, like if you, for example, when you have cancer and you're going for chemo, where there are times where you should cut out mm-hmm. fruit. So I just want to say that there are times where that is appropriate, okay. but I don't believe that that's appropriate long term. Uh, what about substitutes for uh, the actual sweet taste that we want to incorporate in like a blender or a smoothie or some kind of ingredient or you know, I, your baking? Yeah, I don't. I just use fruit. Just straight fruit. I don't use stevia yeah, or I mean, any. any yeah, of there, that. there. I mean, there yeah. are sweetened. I mean, we mostly use dates or yeah. or, or maple. But like real, those are real know, sources. Yeah, real sources. Yeah. Maple syrup. So right, also our mixes don't have any stevia. No, no stevia. Yeah. Like we we are big fans of just natural ingredients. Yeah, right? yeah. Where real like real ingredients. Yeah. Real ingredients where like okay, maple syrup or or dates or date syrup. Yeah. Um, there are things you can make sweeten or uh, yeah, sweeteners, but more natural ones, right? Mm-hmm. And we always try to to use them because we have things like nature knows best. nature knows best, right? Um, so that's what we we always stand for. But I mean, it's it's um, I think it's a phase, right? What you said first, cutting out processed sugar um, as much as you can. Um, and then maybe in the next phase, you you. But I think it's just so important ones. to realize you can still eat sweet things right so even if you're like okay i want to have like nice snacks well maybe blend up like a couple nuts with dates and maybe the forever beautiful mix and you have like a little like power ball it's supposed it tastes literally like candy but it's a lot healthier than Mm. something else you might normally eat of course um so it's just Find like even for your cravings in the beginning, just try to find healthier options that also satisfy that craving, I and agree. then it will yeah. change over time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think we we still have. I mean, I crave sweet things all the oh, time, and then <laughs> I'll eat I'll I'm eat a chocolate, uh, but like a healthier version of a chocolate, or yeah. I'll make myself a chocolate smoothie, right? Or to Oops. have something something uh, sweet um, with bananas. Uh, with bananas, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I always travel bananas. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so there there are different ways to to 
to get your cravings right but in a more n healthier way mm -hmm. yeah i well i i think i can smell a dose of truth by Lindsay right now. This like, is gonna be good. at like 3 p.m i work from home um editing and writing so a lot of times i'm in the office or at my couch and i ha have this like at 3 p.m i have this like urge that i want mm. sugar i want something and my go-to is jelly bellies i love them but i know it's so bad for me and so recently i've started to be like okay i know pineapple has a lot of sugar but it's it's pineapple it's it grows not, in a tree yeah, yeah. that's a good start right so yeah. uh, i mean i know i could get better and i could just eat walnuts or something you I, know? honestly but for example, like eat, power balls or something yeah, that would power be balls, like, yeah. but like even mm -hmm. eat like fresh pineapple yeah it's amazing yeah like, it, no. if that's something that you're also like oh my god this is like sweet and a totally perfect yeah well it's i like, mean don't it's feel bad about fresh pineapple it's okay go for the fresh pineapple <laughs> next time <laughs> i should i'll start cutting up some see yeah. little steps yeah, yeah. start steps. with yeah. canned pineapple then one. i'll go to fresh pineapple then i'll go to walnuts yeah. <laughs> one by one yeah. yeah so what i also wanted to talk with you guys about is your relationship so you were 24 mm. when you got diagnosed and how long had you guys been together before diagnosis and how did getting cancer affect your relationship? I know it was really hard for Manny and I. We were together for a year when I got diagnosed and uh, just the treatment was crazy mm. for us and for like us individually and as a couple. Yeah, how socially, was it the for, whole works. It was an interesting yeah. experience, to mm. say the least. And there's nothing in, there's nothing in your high school or secondary like educational process that could prep you yeah. like they've you know for a relationship where cancer is introduced and well, little do they actually say like here's the diet you want to have you know like, this is a big gap for what to do in the situation yeah and, and i mean even past relationships i mean you're supposed to learn from your past relationships there's no past relationships <laughs> where i got cancer mm -hmm. so <laughs> like it's just like wow it was something so surprising and rocky it, ro it was rocky very, it was rocky it was a rocky <laughs> yeah. situation so yeah. how mm. was it for you guys and how long were you together before you yeah uh we were together for um three years oh, okay right four years I think. four years <laughs> i was 22 no three years three years yeah <laughs> we knew each other for four years three years together um and um <laughs> oh wow somebody's some yeah <laughs> like what's happening yeah um yeah, I mean, I, maybe you start sharing for sure. Um, I mean, you? it's it's tough, right? Because um, if you're so young and you don't learn it, as we just talked about, right? And uh, what I mentioned before, also cancer is um, such a taboo topic um, sometimes, can be in families too. Um, I know from from uh, in Germany, from where, where we grew up, cancer was not really a, a talked about topic. Well, it felt so more. It felt more like a taboo topic because everybody had to be always strong, and cancer was like this this distant thing. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, it was. I think it was um, in a relationship sense was really tough hmm. because also the dynamics change, right? If you were the strong one, hmm. um, then you get sick, uh, then you're the weak one. Yeah. Um, for a while, the weak one, right? It's not like only changing daily, but um, then you're so focused on yourself um to go through that you neglect the other one right i neglected uh, neglected her in in her needs because i was just focused on myself mm -hmm. um and the relationship goes from you probably are having so much fun traveling yeah. or mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it's, yeah exactly and, and all of a sudden it's like only serious stuff yeah. and and um so it was uh, it was tough and i think you can speak to it more in yeah. your case yeah even. I, can, I can share my experience, yeah, yeah. Okay, now. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think for me, you just really, you, like, it goes from being in a relationship of really having to take care of someone. Mm -hmm. um, I was still going, also, like, I was traveling a lot back and forth. I was still doing my master's at that time. I was still in school, uh, which was in London, and he was in Germany. So I was, like, just going back and forth and just trying my best. And I think it's... Um, I mean, it also it also in the end brings you, you you go through something that is so 
personal and so hard mm -hmm. like it, it does bring you closer in the end together yeah, I nice. truly believe that yeah. for me personally it was I was also kind of reliving what I went through with my mom mm. so that was like a, a like a side process where I was like going through and then I think on the other hand like like I was like with you and then like the family like and I, I mean I was like one of the closest people to him right yeah. so there's also like other people you like deal with and but it's, yeah, and it's I don't know, for me, and I don't know how it was for you, but for, for me, I had the feeling sometimes I still have to be strong for the people around me. Yeah. Because they feel so bad. Yeah. My parents, <laughs> my mom, um, my brothers, sister. And so I had the feeling sometimes I, why can I not just be the one? I have, I'm having cancer. Why can I not just be the one yeah. who, who's, who's crying, right? Yeah. I had the feeling sometimes I still have to lift yeah. everybody up because they felt so bad too. Oh, for sure. You my, know? <laughs> oh my gosh, my mom, when we went to, um, like the, the second day after I found out, we had to go meet with a surgeon. And then my mom's, we're sitting there and my mom and I are listening to the doctor and then my mom all of a sudden like just faints. And then, cause she was so scared for yeah. me. And um, oh the doctor made this big to-do. She had to lay on the ground and get juice and the doctor oh had the meeting for like another 45 minutes with my mom laying on the ground she oh kept God. being like okay i'm fine i'll like get up now and the doctor was like no you lay there and i was just sitting there being like i have cancer like i want to be laying on the ground or i want to be laying in my bed this is sad but like i just yeah. had to sit there and be strong mm -hmm. Because you have to, well, because you have to be strong for your mom who's on the <laughs> ground. You have to be strong for everyone else. So I yeah, get that. Yeah, I had the feeling sometimes. And then it was like, and then at one point I said, uh, uh, I don't want anybody to visit me anymore. Um, just my parents. I don't need all the other all the other stuff. I don't need the encouragement all the time because mm -hmm. they have no idea what, what they're going through. Yeah. But they're I was like, like, you're brave and you're like, there's no other option. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, you only three more days of chemo. And I was like, you have no idea what you're talking about, right? Don't give me that, that like only three days. And I get it from them, right? It's like encouragement. Mm -hmm. But somehow, I don't know how you felt, but I was like, it's like, it's too much, right? I mean, it's, I get it. I'm positive. But maybe I don't want to be positive right now. I'm just going to yeah. be like, scream it out and say, okay, I feel like shit. Mm -hmm. Like, screw the another three days. Yeah. But then everybody said, oh, only three days. You're so, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you always said three days feels like three months. So to have, like, yeah, there's and, no and, perspective. Yeah, I had always a feeling this encouragement. It's, it's great. And I get it where it's coming from. But I was like, I can't hear it anymore because it's like, they have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. They don't know how it is to to yeah. to get chemo, right? Yeah. And, and and feel like shit. So I don't know. It's, and then and then obviously it's the same with a relationship, right? When she's like, "Hey, you can do it," and and it's fine. You're like, "Ah, oh. you know, like." Um, so it's I don't know. It's it's very very difficult. I think. Um, but um, I think once you through this kind of thing, you're yeah. What you said, I think it's stronger than than ever. I think a lot of times it 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 breaks, right? Because it's just so mm -hmm. hard on people. Yeah. But if it holds, and and then I think it's it's stronger than ever. I suppose that that would be like the perfect segue to ask you to right is to ask you to from the cancer patients' perspective, like what is the best thing you could ask for anybody? I guess in our seat, Crystal and my seat, or anybody else around us, because obviously the prepackaged, and I would feel weird too. The prepackaged, like you can beat cancer, and it's all over, like yeah boards and cards you're like why are you giving me this like this is just so generic yeah. right and i would feel like just from the outsider's perspective i have no idea how you guys feel about that too except for what you said but it's like what are some of the main questions you would just be like do you would you prefer people asking questions and even if you were in a moment where like i don't want any attention what were some of like the capital things that really just drove in a better day or like those small things or big things <laughs> that like really mattered, like really, really mattered. It's a really good question because I was recently thinking about it. Um, and um, I don't know, I think in, in, in that situation, I think sometimes um, just asking how the person feels instead of like giving the bland optimism, mm -hmm. like on top of them, mm -hmm. right? Putting this optimism on top of them. I think um, that would help saying, hey, how do you feel? I know it's, uh, I can only imagine it sucks. Oh, it sucks, like another three days, um, I feel really bad for you. Um, maybe that is sometimes more helpful, I felt, than, than we can do it together. 
<laughs> you can do it, right? Um, and and you're almost through. Um, yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah. Right. Right. Only three more days. Not that bad, right? Yeah. Oh my um, so I think that really like coming more from the heart and like really trying to sit down and understand. Okay, how do you feel? And and letting me also to just maybe for like half an hour to just like scream or mm. whatever i need to feel yeah. in that moment right mm. i think that would have that would have helped um and um then then there's pure optimism my, my i don't know my yeah. opinion well for sure i think also um after the treatment is done it, to follow up to keep following up i mean everyone is there everyone was there for me the whole time i had a great support system manny was amazing um my family was amazing everyone was but just i think it all changed too after treatment. You're you have I had four months of chemo. So after chemo, every chemo, everyone's making it a party. Everyone would mm. come. Manny dressed up as Santa Claus once. Like, um, <laughs> she loves but Santa then afterwards, like after chemo, after radiation, then it's like you're there and people are still there, but everyone's just like, yeah, you're cured, but you're, and you are cured. You're cancer free, but your mind is still like, what just happened? I'm still bald. Like it sucks. So I think leave even like a year out or two years out for people to, when they ask you how you're doing, like to be like, how are you doing with cancer? Like what's going on? Like, you know, like I follow totally up. Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally agree. I think that was the second thing during the treatment and then after yeah, but what you said, right? I totally agree. I think people presume now you're cured because mm. you don't have treatment anymore. Yeah. And my doctor told me you're going to be, and I didn't understand it when you first said it, you're going to be sick uh, another three months in your head. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, yeah. what is he talking about, right? I mean, and and make sure you go have support. And I was like, I didn't understand what he was talking about. But but then it was, I thought it was so tough the time after um, after treatment, mm -hmm. after chemo, because yeah. then you're really processing it and and and, and asking the why question and yeah. um, and why me and and in that time I really had the feeling also people should follow up more and, yeah. and really be like how do you live with it yeah and not saying okay it's we we did it right <laughs> it's it's gone we'll we'll like plug it away and and move it away mm -hmm. um, I think that is a that's actually that's a big thing, I think. Where the true healing also the true really healing begins. Is, yeah. And that's for food, but that's also for mentally. And I think that's not something you can do alone. I find it uh, shocking that he, especially at that age, never had, for example, like a psychologist or someone mm -hmm. to really just talk to. Because the person that can really help you and give you maybe this outside perspective to really talk to might not be someone who's super close to you. Yeah. Um, and I think... Like your mental health is also a really, really, really important part of your health. Yeah. Right. So I don't know how that's in the US, but I, especially at that age, but I actually really think it's for any age. Yeah. Like even during treatment, after treatment, I think there should be someone there for you to talk and to. And I felt so, um, I, and I totally agree. And I felt so, I, I really had good talks with some other family members who had cancer, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like four or five months later. And I felt so relieved because I had the feeling, okay, finally people understand yeah. what I'm going through, right? And yeah. and connecting to other people who have similar stories is so powerful, yeah. I think, because they really they really understand what you felt and and what you have been through, right? And and even them saying how are you and how do you live with it mm -hmm. was like, Oh my god, finally I can really speak. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And and because even in the family would because they don't know how it is, right? And and also for you guys in relationship, it's it's hard to understand what what goes through. Yeah. I think in, in this four months or in, in this two, three months. So I think having this outside person who has been through something similar to connect these people. I, I told my doctor if if anybody of his patients now wants to talk to me, I think that would be helpful. Yeah. Um, Seriously. So but I think that will be that will be as a as a after like an aftermath, mm -hmm. that will be really helpful because I remember that was like, oh my God, it's even this one question from my family member because she had breast cancer before, I was like, oh my God, that that was so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um when I was going through it, the people at my chemo, we we had this group, um 
every Friday, every third Friday is when I would go to chemo, but it was in this group or in this room at the hospital and there would be 10 other ladies getting chemo. And Mm -hmm. so it was cool because I'd be in a room with other people Mm -hmm. doing it the same. Everyone though, usually when you get breast cancer, you're older. So I'm 20, 30 years younger than Mm -hmm. every other people, Mm -hmm. those ladies, I loved them. Um, they were so great to talk to, but those are the only people I knew that had had cancer, older people. So just when I had like, when the editor in chief of the fullest was like, Lindsay, you should start a podcast about cancer. I was like, no, (laughs) I hate cancer. I hate talking about Mm -hmm. cancer. I don't want to, like, she was just like, do it for one season. Let's just see how it goes. And it was really hard. I mean, it's still hard now. It's kind of, it's getting better. Mm. Um, but at the beginning, talking to people about something you don't want to talk about was very hard. And especially people that have went through it, but it's been so helpful Mm. because you're getting to hear their stories and, go back and forth about your treatments and how they coped. And it's just been really helpful. It's kind of been like my therapy and Mm -hmm. I think it's helping, um, a lot. I think also a a therapist would help, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I I know what you mean. It's for a long time. I didn't talk about it for Mm -hmm. a long time. So, I mean, even with, um, with our business, starting the business actually, based on based on my story and and, and the aftermath and the and after getting treatment and uh, discovering superfoods but for a long time um i didn't want to talk about it mm-hmm. because a i didn't feel a long time is three four years yeah three four years yeah. oh wow yeah because i didn't want to I, I i don't know i had this feeling okay um people see me as weak mm-hmm. right you had people feel like sorry for you um and i didn't want to make it about the cancer right and and i don't want to have people thinking we can cure cancer um with our products um so for a long time i wasn't really a big fan of talking about it but it needed it needed some yeah and actually is the more i talk about it the more the better it, it goes right and yeah. the better the the feeling is so it's, it's very therapeutic yeah. and, well, and it's talking your, about it it's your story it's yeah, a part exactly. of your story so you can't just like Pretend yeah, for a long happen. time I was like, oh, I was like, if, if a long time we said, okay, I was sick, and that's why we, um, that's why we developed some mixes, and yeah. I didn't want to say the word cancer, but somehow, this word also, and and that goes back to being a bit more like a taboo topic somehow, I think in 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 Germany, mm. um, that it feels like a weakness and not manly and not masculine and not strong. Um, is that and, that and that had to change in my own narrative i think uh-huh. i just had to change my own narrative and the more i talked about it the more uh, embraced my story actually and we, the more i healed actually from the inside out and yeah but we do see a difference yeah. right so if we talk about our story in germany versus we talk about it here in the u.s um the reactions we get from people it's very different wow i see mm. i that is so shocking to me but i haven't heard to this. us as well it yeah. was not something we were really aware of that it was such a big difference but in the us i feel it's really helps us relate to very normal people and mm-hmm. we can really there's this distrust of like oh like they understand what i'm going through and maybe that you know they can help me and i think that's that's something like we really like it's just very inspirational for people by by him sharing his story yeah. and i think that's very you know, like nice for you to see that as well and encouraging mm. to actually share more. Yeah. While in Germany, it's almost just like, how can you, how can you share this story and sell these products? It's like very, Improving. like not everyone, but like a, a large group of people yeah. who really don't really want to hear that. Is that specifically Germany or is that all Europe? I would, I would, I, for me, it's hard to judge whole Europe mm-hmm. because every country is different. Yeah. Mm. But like, if I would say, for example, for Holland, I would probably say it's similar. similar. But we're gonna, wow. Yeah. yeah. Is that mostly cancer for young people or is that cancer in general? I think and, cancer in general. And yeah. is it yeah. just because... I have so many questions about this. Yeah. Is it just because... <laughs> do you think it's because less people get cancer out no. there? Or I don't think okay. so. Just, no, I, I t- I'm not sure. Maybe it's just... Um, People don't want to um, don't want to share that they are sick, right? Ah. There's a perception of of being strong and um, uh, and and well, 
instead of also you 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 are sick and, and need help. Uh -huh. um, I think for me, what I changed at one point when I felt, and we talked about multiple times why, she was like, why are you sharing more? And I was like, I'm not ready to share. And then once I was ready, I think I was more narrative change. If I can inspire one person my age to go to the doctor earlier than um, I went to the doctor, luckily earlier because I knew from my friend, right? Or like from my the family friend that there is something like testicular cancer. So I, I went, right? Yeah. But if you go later, you go through more cycles of chemo, you have like, everything is worse, obviously, right? Yeah. On a later stage. So if I can inspire some other person, right, with mm -hmm. speaking about it, to go as early as I did, um, it, it will be better. So that's that's how I think the narrative changed that um, that I can encourage and inspire more people to, to maybe go and, and check out their yeah um, their health right? at a younger young, age yeah. yeah how young would you recommend a man to go get checked for testicular cancer um so it's like 25 to 35 i think is uh, the the range where it's in the number one um wow. cancer. Uh, cancer for for men um and it's it's i i mean you can check by yourself right mm -hmm. i mean we all uh, okay. we, we can just shower and mm -hmm. check um and, and and see if you feel something wrong um, then you should get checked mm -hmm. right right away. Um, I just want to put it out there that there is something like that, right? And 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 if you feel something, there's not something should shouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. Then you should get your let yourself be checked right away. I think instead of putting it off and and saying oh it's maybe something uh, yeah. something else. Right? Yeah. So it's um. And I and I think yeah. the other the other part of it is I think um I mean this holds for old people as well as for young people, but that we so often live our life in a way of like we all know the how many people get cancer and this but like it's all far in a way far away um so just by sharing your story and sometimes like it's not necessarily what maybe people don't necessarily want to hear but like like living healthy mm -hmm. is important and like what we always mm. say you can like even the prevention part right by sharing your stories like hey you cannot control everything in your life but mm. what you eat you can control it's yeah. up to you and it can make a difference down the line. Yeah. Like let don't don't even think about letting it come as far as cancer or like there. I mean, heart disease. There are like so many things that you can prevent by changing your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's really that part of what you said as well as like just encouraging people to take ownership of their own health. Yeah, and being proactive, doing what you can yeah. to be proactive to make it. So it won't come back. Mm. Yeah. Because right. like also, you said, yeah. like who knows why a 24-year-old would get testicular cancer or a 33-year-old yeah. would get breast cancer. Is it something, is it too much pizza? Is it the bean and cheese burrito? We don't know. Mm. But what I can do to, we both can do, we mm. all can do to make it not come back or not ever come is eat more superfoods. One thing you can do, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, one yeah, piece of the the puzzle, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's um, yeah. I mean, it's more people should talk about it, right? And I agree. Um, and also like talk to each other about the experience, just to make people more sensible to to actually change. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. because it's not uh, not a fun thing to to go through. Yeah. Oh, nope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I just want to say you guys are both very inspirational people, yeah. right? In that you guys obviously have ambitions too drive not only our demographic and our our generation to just do something different than what we've been taught forever so what are you guys what's your like general like you guys must have a dream at the end of this whole thing like you guys want i mean for example do you want germany to be way more open about this whole like realm of cancer and just kind of like break down the old you know mentality of like we got to be tough and we got to mm -hmm. get to work you know the whole thing <laughs> yeah and like let's just rally up be like young youthful communicative very social media friendly ha savvy people and like mm. let's talk about this like wh what's your like end game i guess is what what do you guys where mm. do you guys see yourself down the line because i would love to see you guys' brand obviously pick up this is something <laughs> that health is the number one thing we should be looking after and our happiness <laughs> what's your vision but my vision um my vision and and mission really is uh really to inspire and, and not just inspire but really change people's behavior and and health mm -hmm. Um, that they just feel their best every single day. And I truly believe that is through the power of plants. Um, there are different aspects that are really important as well, but by just changing your diet, 
by being mainly or completely plant-based. Mm -hmm. I, I believe in, in completely. Um, but it's a ripple effect, right? Suddenly you do say, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna go for this walk because I, I feel a bit better, right? So it's just like, it starts to like have this whole ripple effect in your life. And I think that's really, I mean, an end game is like, it's hard to, this is the end game, but um, in like really change people's lives as much as we can. Yeah. Yeah. That's really where wow. it's about. Yeah, and, and I think the the end game would be if we see that millions of people mm -hmm. eat at least a bit better because of, of what we're putting out there and, yeah. and some of the, the the industry or food industry changes. One of the big things for us is um, knowing where your food comes from, right? And also having transparent supply chain where we exactly know the farmers even w that grow the wheatgrass or the, the barley grass. So that's a big thing we, we want to make people aware of. Okay, think about the ingredients list. Where is it coming from? Is that good for you? Mm -hmm. Or is it just from a wholesaler or somewhere from Southeast Asia and you don't know what's in yeah. there? Um, so I think the, the end game for us is like to inspire millions of people to, to change um, eating for better, eating more plant-based. Um, as well as making making them aware where your food is coming from mm -hmm. and the connection between um, people that grow your food and people that consume the food. Yeah, um, and it's great to have you guys as the 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 founders of this company because I feel like people trust Europeans more than Americans. <laughs> like, you guys' standards in Europe that, yeah. are way yeah. higher than yeah. they are here. I mean, I think a big thing is we really live this lifestyle ourselves yeah. mm -hmm. and yeah. we just share what we do and what really, really works for us. And mm -hmm. that's what we try to share with other people. Yeah. And um, maybe have like, like one, like one tip if you want to make a change in things you eat, like if you turn around to package, don't check the table, but, check the ingredient list mm -hmm. like really what are the ingredients in the food you eat do you know what they are do you actually want to eat them mm -hmm. yeah and so many people focus on this table of how many calories and whatever else in there like just like skip that and just focus on ingredient list like that's i think the the first step in really like making changes and understanding what you're actually putting into if your there's body. something you can't pronounce or need a the chemistry degree for yeah for you reading, probably shouldn't <laughs> eat it you shouldn't you shouldn't yeah. put it in your mouth okay there, okay, right? okay. Yeah. Like that's a good <laughs> Uh, something you don't understand it's with a lot of x's or, and, and or y's funny, <laughs> start looking it up yeah and yeah. start be curious what it is and then make a conscious decision do i want to put this in my body yes or no mm -hmm. yeah Very right so. yes yeah um, all right man i i'm inspired <laughs> well thank you guys so much that was a pleasure talking to you i was so excited i'm so happy manny was here to talk with you guys as well thanks we should um, all be friends. We're, yeah. we're tennis players as well, but cool, not at the professional yeah. level. You, guys, yeah, you would beat us. You would beat us, yeah. But, yeah. but we take it very seriously, so don't yeah. underestimate okay. us yet. Okay, okay. we're ready. All right. We're well, very competitive you. too. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will win. <laughs> thank, thank you so guys, much for yeah. having us. Thank, thank you for having us. You guys inspire us too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you for guys. sharing these stories yeah. and actually opening up these topics. I think it's really needed. And I was so excited when I saw the email. I was like, yes, someone is talking about this. Oh, this is yay. amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm just thankful that you guys came. And Yeah, we're yeah. happy to keep talking about you. Any, for sure. yeah. Anytime. Yeah. 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 Anytime. Yeah. I'm going to eat superfoods now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs>